everyone. Welcome back to Embodied Millions. This is Danielle Margraf, and we are going to dive into a topic that might be uncomfortable. And um, I just feel very called to put voice to it in some way, shape, or form. So I'm sure you know that there are people who specialize, like their whole businesses specialize in healing imposter syndrome uh, for, you know, visionary leaders to step into this role, this, um, this leadership, this image of themselves, this, you know, identity that is congruent with, you know, who they are, where they want to be, where they want to go. But what happens when the imposter syndrome is actually accurate, where people are putting on titles, roles, um, saying that they can do things, but really they are imposters. They are, in fact, inauthentic. They are, in fact, a fraud. And so I really just feel like I want to put words to this because... There is a difference between someone who is authentic and needs to heal from that not enough wound, that imposter syndrome, right? That that's not who I am or that's not who I think I can be or that's not who I identify as, but are amazing at what they do, like truly gifted and talented and clearly are in their purpose. And then there are people who are have are ill intention I I believe have ill intention meaning they're just focused on making the money and we're talking specifically um in service industry online so I would say even more specifically some sort of healing or coaching work and so I know that it's easy to talk about like the rah rah the lift each other up the you know women um you know supporting women and let's, you know, rise together. But I'm going to tell you that I firsthand have um, experienced that not all women are like that. And while it makes me really sad because clearly that is a wound that has not been healed and it's a very deep wound, um, what I am very clear on is that these women in particular – should not be servicing other women, right? And this doesn't mean our wound is completely healed. This doesn't mean we don't all have wounds. This doesn't mean healing is not a lifelong process. That's not what I'm talking about. What what I'm talking about is women who, um, in my experience and what I have even just recently experienced uh, in my life, who are threatened who are insecure, who are blaming and shaming and who live in victim consciousness and then do not want to, and then want to hurry, hustle people to work with them as transformational coaches, as healers, who call themselves masters at a modality and really have no business being in that work. I mean, really, no business being in that work. And so one of the key things that I have watched and seen over the years is that women who are, in fact, imposters because their ego is running their business, not their soul, look to 
align themselves with other women who are equally as wounded, who are equally operating from their ego. And they cannot see out of the cardboard box they have put themselves in. And they are only mirroring to each other their wound, their ego. And they feed each other in that way. And they separate themselves from the feelings of connectedness and belonging. And their insidious paradigm tells them the story that they're right, right? It's about being right. And so I felt very called to speak out on this because I believe in, I mean, I believe the coaching industry is a, an amazing industry. I mean, it single-handedly, I'm, I've been very, very blessed. Not to say that I haven't necessarily, you know, um, come into my own lessons around, you know, coaches that weren't aligned for me. But even in those situations, I have learned a great lesson. But I'm talking about where coaching can be, or in this healing work, it can be very uh, toxic, right? Like, I, and I don't know if I've spoke about this before, but, you know, I've been a part of many yoga studios, and yoga studios is probably one of the most toxic places uh, that you can be in. Like, I mean, some of that, some of those cultures and communities are um, not healthy at all. Um, and I've experienced that as well. But I'm talking about being so discerning with who you are working with, with who you are connecting with that you're like the second, and let me just maybe be more specific. There was a woman who every time she was with a friend uh, or in a social situation where that the other person she was talking to became vulnerable in sharing uh, something that was bothering her or hurting her, or maybe she would get emotional and maybe she would start crying. This woman was pitching. Oh, you know, I could help you. Hey, you know, I could help you. And it's disgusting because that is not how we operate in the world that we can't, and that's exactly why we feel like we can't be vulnerable. Are we going to be sold to? Are we going to be pitched right? When we're in a community? No, that is not cool. That is not cool at all. You know, it's one thing to say like, this is something I specialize in. So if you want to have a conversation, let me know. But it's something very, very different when you are, you are hustling and you are being a predator on people's emotions and looking for their wounds as a way in to make yourself money. And there, I mean, there's, there's definitely people who are out there like this. I just experienced this, right? Firsthand. I've watched it. I've watched it unfold. Um, and what's really makes me so sad about it is that this is the kind of thing that ruins, you know, people's trust in 
you know, maybe coaching as the modality or, um, you know, whatever that thing is, right? It's like, it's like, can I trust? How do I know? How do I know this is the right decision? And we've all, I mean, if you're someone who's been in the coaching industry or service industry, listen, you know, you've, you've, you are someone who personally invests in yourself over and over again. You know, one, that's a boss and maverick move, right? We need to be investing in ourselves and our businesses and our businesses are run by us. We need to be investing in ourselves over and over and over again. That is a never ending thing. And the other part of that is not only are we, you know, not only are we, you know, wanting to do that, but we want to be able to know that who we're doing business with, we can trust, right? There is a major trust factor. And because there's such a distrust factor in relationships already, women with women with women, right? Which is why there's this, you know, why there are circles and why there are women's communities and why there's women's networking and, right? And and while this is not to dampen any work that we've done to help each other rise, it's it's very different to look at someone and try to find their wounds low vibration versus look at someone and see all the potential and power that they embody that they might not already have access to or activated or recognize in themselves. Those are two very different perspectives. So if you are sitting across from someone who is constantly wanting to sell to you based on your wound, instead of sharing with you and enrolling in your dreams and seeing the potential and seeing where it can go, that's a very big red flag. And that was something that, you know, this person did. I mean, it was very predatory in its energy. And I don't think that's a hard, uh, harsh enough word to express it, you know, and this isn't to um, say bad or good, but this is just to say that, listen, we need to be awake and aware around uh, and take full responsibility of where we put our money, where, who we invest, um, we invest in ourselves through people, but who we're doing that with, you know, and not only is it intuition, right? We want to like tap into our own intuitive knowing. We really want to be so present in our bodies around anything that's not a hell yes. Because you know a hell yes from a lukewarm yes. You know, right? And there has been many a time where, you know, I have seen this person, right? Like really hustle, other women into her programs when she could even get them in because it's like she is like Teflon. It's like resistance, constant resistance, which is, which is, I believe, the universe's way of protecting the potential women. I mean, it's not for every, not everybody, but I believe that when we're not in alignment, right, there is something that's like, yeah, no, we're gonna, this is not the right time. This is not in alignment. This is not congruent. So, and so it, this is again, my perspective, but I do believe that when we are in relationship, in community, in connection, 
um, with other women, there is no competition. There, we aren't blaming or shaming each other. We're not trying to outwit, outlast each other. We are there when we live in total abundance, we are totally abundant. There is total abundance and we are in complete prosperity and there is a space for everyone and, and, there are some people who just need to be doing way more work because the way they're operating is not helping, but it's hurting other people, right? It's not helping other people. It's hurting, right? Because you are coming from the intention and point of view of trying to pay your rent, trying to pay your mortgage. And it's not about, you know, changing and making impact in the world. So... Yeah, that feels, that feels complete. Feels like it needed to be spoken and it's an uncomfortable truth, but it is a truth. And yeah, sometimes we just need to look at all of it and just know that this is, you know, be aware and know it's not how we want to move, right? How we don't want to move, how we want to move and and really giving you some more insight in just being able to know the difference, right? I want you to know the difference in when you make a choice to work with someone. Okay, I'm going to wrap it up for right now, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye for now. Bye.